Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So John Edwards said something once, the horrible presidential candidate. Remember him? On the Democrat side, that is. Although we've had quite a few bad ones on the Republican side, too. John Edwards said, you know, there are two Americas out there trying to enrage people with class warfare. He was right, but it had nothing to do with class warfare. And what happened to Andy McCabe from the FBI yesterday should solidify that point that there are two Americas. There's Andy McCabe's America, Mark Zuckerberg's America. What else I got? We got a loaded show today. Oh, we got the insurrection America. What else? Oh, Hatch Act America. Yeah, there are two Americas out there. One for people who love big government, liberal totalitarians who get to do whatever the hell they want and any America we live in where we get screwed over by the government every day and they stick the Department of Justice on us. Yeah, that America. All right. Now, I also got the Zuckerbuck story. Now, the Zuckerbuck's thing is the scandal's exploding now. We're now what? Buying elections now? I thought that's what the Democrats were against. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, Joe, let's go. I say yes. There you go. You beat me to the punch. I said let's go that way to give yes, you've been good. Very well done. I like that. It is Friday. Uh by the way, Friday means it's the day before my Fox News show, yep. Saturday night at 10 p.m. <clears throat> Please don't miss the monologue. I have not told Gee or Joe what it's about. I'm not kidding. I think it's our best work yet. It's gonna be hot. It's gonna be flames. Also, I've got Dr. Quay on about that deadly virus they were working on in the Wuhan lab that kills about 80% of people. Yeah, he's back by popular demand. And Peter Schiff on the economic meltdown going on right now. Peter's great. You're not going to want to miss the show. Unfiltered, 10 p.m. tomorrow, Saturday. Set your DVR or watch it live. We really appreciate it. Before we get to any of that, here is Chuck Schumer yesterday summing up the left in the most damning piece of audio video I've seen in a while. And perfect, a perfect exemplar of the unbroken leg fallacy. How the government introduces some government policy that breaks your legs and then the medicine or the treatment to fix the broken leg is more of what broke the leg in the first place. Check this out. No family should have to choose between heating their home or putting food on the table. But that's what a lot of people, particularly seniors, do, have to do. And no seniors have to choose 
between shivering and purchasing medication that they desperately need. That's also what a lot of seniors have to do. Listening to this dipwad complain about fuel and food prices, Chuck Schumer, radical communist leftist Democrat, is freaking hilariously bad. I mean, is I, how are you falling for this? Jo- Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden and the Biden administration, since the minute they've got uh, gotten office, right, have engaged in an all-out war against the energy industry while enriching OPEC and the Russians. They've terminated leases. They've they've pushed for renewables that'll never work. It's been a war against the petro resources industry. And then when gas prices go up because petroleum producers aren't producing our resources, then they complain about how the cost of natural gas is going up. And then they they pay people not to work, not to produce food, right? They lock down the economy. And then they complain that the cost of food is going up. It makes you want to like, smash a gavel off your melon like those North Korean soldiers yesterday. This is what they do. They create problems and then they give speeches about more government to fix the problem they created. I'm sorry I'm having none of it. Again, two Americas. Leftist crazy America and then normal America we live in. These people are creating all of these problems. All right, moving on. Guy says I whined a little too much yesterday about the North Korean thing. And I think he was right. Sometimes we disagree about the content of the podcast, but I just hate the fake tough guy thing. So I probably went off a little too long, but getting to the real content today that matters. John Edwards said it once he was a dreadful presidential candidate on the left side. You know, he said, "Ah, there are two Americas. Really what it was about was it was John Edwards trying to further and advance and pour fuel on the fire of class warfare in the United States. There was just two Americas, a rich America and a poor America. You're all getting screwed. What John Edwards doesn't tell you is the rich Americans all vote for leftists now. Uh, They have become the party of the rich and the elites. He didn't mention that. But John Edwards was right, folks. I'm not kidding. I'm not trying to be silly about it. There are two Americas. This is a monologue maybe I'll do in a couple weeks on the Fox show. But it's not the two Americas he's talking about. It's not the rich versus the poor. It's the elite, insider, connected swamp rats, and then everybody else. Remember Andrew McCabe? Andrew McCabe, who was credibly accused of misleading the FBI. He was the deputy director of the FBI. At one time, acting director of the FBI, Andrew McCabe. He was intimately involved in the spying operation on Donald Trump, intimately at the highest levels, literally at the highest levels. Well, Andrew McCabe was terminated from the FBI. Oh, not so much anymore. Do you see this story at the Washington Examiner? Former FBI official Andrew McCabe wins full pension back in a wrongful termination lawsuit settlement? Two Americas, folks. And you're not in it. You're in the wrong one. Now, I'm going to get to the uh, what happened here in a moment, but do you remember what Andrew McCabe did and why he was fired? There was an inspector general report that looked at Andrew McCabe's role in both the Hillary Clinton email investigation and the spying uh, operation on Donald Trump. Everybody clear? Joe, I'm sorry if I'm repeating this. Joe's heard this a million times. Now, McCabe, whose wife is a prominent Democrat, was uh, being accused in the media of connections to Terry McAuliffe and the Clinton campaign and all of that stuff. So the allegation was that McCabe, in order to pretend he was a nonpartisan guy and wasn't in the tank for Hillary Clinton when she was running against Donald Trump, everybody following? The allegation is that McCabe leaked the story to the Wall Street Journal 
that, yes, they were investigating Hillary Clinton. You get why? To make it seem like, no, 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 McCabe's on the up and up. Look, they're investigating Hillary Clinton. It was done for no good reason, they believe, other than to rescue McCabe's reputation. Now, from the Washington Examiner report, the report on this, Horowitz's report, concluded that the evidence is substantial. These are quotes that Andrew McCabe misled investigators knowingly and intentionally. Jeff Sessions, the AG at the time, fired McCabe in March of 2018, just before he was set to retire. Jim Comey told the media he didn't authorize McCabe to tell the media and Horowitz, and he wrote that McCabe's actions were designed to advance his personal interests at the expense of, the expense of department leadership and violated the FBI and department's media policy and constituted misconduct in, quote, an attempt to make himself look good. Just to be clear, very simply, the allegation was that Andrew McCabe purposefully misled investigators and may have lied to them knowingly and intentionally about a leak he made to the Wall Street Journal. Folks, these people all get off. Now, look at what McCabe's getting now. McCabe's getting back. You want to get pissed off? Get pissed off now. McCabe's going to get back $200,000 in pension payments, this is according to Byron New York. They're paying his lawyers $500,000. He gets, this is not a joke, this is not funny, honorary FBI cufflinks, a plaque, and his records expunged that he was, in fact, terminated from the FBI by Jeff Sessions. This is a guy who was, quote, knowingly and intentionally accused of lying to FBI investigators while he was an FBI agent about, about his role in an unauthorized leak and who was a key figure in the Spygate case. As a matter of fact, Andrew McCabe's John Hancock, his signature appears on what? The fourth FISA warrant to spy on Carter Page. Andrew McCabe signed that. This, the federal government is the only place on planet Earth where you can continue to fail up as long as you attack Donald Trump. There are two Americas. You're in the wrong one right now. You got to be connected like these cats. The media is now all in on creating this alternate reality and the media rehabilitation project of disgraced figures like Andrew McCabe and others is on. Now that they think they're done with Trump, here's a hint, they're not. Now that they think they're done with Trump, they are going to try to rewrite history. They are going to try to rehabilitate Andrew McCabe. That's all starting right now. A disgraced figure, disgraced by any measure. But it's not just him. The media is going to try to rescue by creating an alternate reality. I got more on this coming up in a minute on McCabe. Did you see this? Conveniently and perfectly timed. Christopher Steele, who wrote the now fully discredited dossier about the PP tape and Trump colluding with the Russians and Carter Page and all that, totally discredited document. The man has the credibility of a Times Square 1980s three-card Monty player, right? George Stephanopoulos is doing a little special with Christopher Steele. Not, this isn't a parody. This is real. Here is a teaser for the George Stephanopoulos redemption tour with Christopher Steele, disgraced former spy and a central figure in the biggest scandal of our time, the effort to spy on Donald Trump. Check this out. Christopher Steele is an enigma. Is he hero? Is he traitor? 
Christopher Steele is a guy who picked a fight with two presidents, Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin, and he's lived to tell the tale. Christopher Steele, even today, is a mystery. That now infamous dossier said that President Putin has compromising information on President Trump. Supposedly a tape made in the Ritz-Carlton in Moscow showing prostitutes hired by Donald Trump urinating on a bed where President Obama and his wife once slept. It would be quite a tape if it in fact existed. It was extraordinary to hear the details. You almost had to look away. It quickly became a question in Washington of how much of this was accurate. I said, take out the PP tape. Please take out the PP tape. The golden rule for golden showers. You just don't talk about sex in reports. When the dossier was published, it exploded onto the scene. And at the heart of it was this shadowy Russian expert. It's kind of quintessential spy. The veteran of MI6. Why the media redemption tour for Andy... I- <laughs> that's that's definitely but we haven't had one of, that is a hundred percent of my yeah i agree that's a i agree a hundred percent that's a double that's a he's the double double mutt larusky there why why is this happening right now the media redemption tour for andy mccabe the media redemption tour for christopher Steele. because what reports about to come out soon john Durham's report yep john Durham, the investigator assigned um during the Trump administration to investigate the entire spying operation on Donald Trump. The media has got to get out ahead with the assist, but it's not just the alternate reality they're going to create about Andy McCabe and about Christopher Steele. Before I go on about how no amount of spin by the media can change the real reality into their alternate reality. If you're paying attention, they're also trying the same with Hunter Biden hat tip, the great Tom Grabian. I've got two of his supercuts today. Tom, Tom Elliott, Grabian, excuse me, Tom Grabian. Tom Elliott at Grady. There you go. Grady in three times. There's a free promo. Yeah, that's a great hat tip. Here, they're trying the same now with Hunter Biden. The media redemption tour about Hunter Biden. Here, he put together a supercut here of the media trying to defend Hunter Biden, who we now know is knee deep in another scandal, the equivalent of Spygate. Check this out. There's no evidence that Hunter Biden has done anything wrong. There is no evidence of any wrongdoing between uh, uh, by Biden, by Joe Biden or by Hunter Biden. There's no evidence that Joe Biden actually did anything wrong or did anything to sway things in Hunter Biden's favor. He's denied that his son ever lobbied him for anything. There is nothing Hunter. There is nothing wrong that Vice President Biden did. President Trump has falsely accused your son of doing something wrong while serving on a company board in Ukraine. I want to point out there's no evidence of wrongdoing by either one of you. There is no evidence that anybody did anything illegal uh, regarding the Bidens uh, and, and Ukraine. And, and Joe Biden was carrying out U.S. policy. President Trump wanted dirt on Joe and Hunter Biden. Trump's claims about wrongdoing here are unsubstantiated. We have looked lots of out outlets have looked. Hunter Biden did nothing wrong. Vice President Biden uh, did nothing wrong. And every single media outlet has said that there are no there's no there there to these allegations, lies and smears. This why do I put this in there? Not just to randomly throw in a supercut from Tom Elliott. I put it in there to make my point. Maybe some of you are picking up on it already. So the Christopher Steele, Andy McCabe allegations about Trump colluding with the Russians entirely, fully, completely eviscerated. It was a plot. It was a setup. It was made up. It was a movie script, which I'll get to in a second. Joel, remember this one. It was a movie script they invented. Totally made up story. They're still trying to redeem this guy. Yet, despite mounds of evidence, 
and an active FBI investigation against Hunter Biden, who we have his actual computer, the media will still, still, Brianna Keeler, Anderson Cooper, will still not apologize for their ridiculous, debunked, discredited defense of this disgraced human being, Hunter Biden. No evidence of Spygate. Keep trying to create evidence. All the evidence in the world about Hunter Biden. Let's make the evidence go away. These people are frauds. They're embarrassing. They're disgraces to their families, their kids, the country, the universe, space aliens, people in other universes. If you believe in like string theory stuff, these people are disgusting. They're disgusting. They are nothing but full-time propaganda agitprop people. Ignore them and laugh at them. When you see them in the street, Brianna Keeler and others, just laugh and keep walking. That's Brianna Keeler. That's Anderson Cooper. Just keep laughing. That's how embarrassing these people are. And they hate, hate being ridiculed. Like our friend uh, Nardini is going to figure out. I mean, she hates it. We, 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 we own this 24-7, 365. We own her cerebral cortex. More on that yeah, coming up later. Man. For those of you who need an update on a cat lady. The cat lady. All right, before I get into you know what? Let me get to my second sponsor. I'm going to get into just quickly because some of you are new listeners. And I'm convinced this is one of the most fascinating stories we've ever done. I think Joe would agree. Whenever we cover it, the show goes bonkers. I just want to show you again how the entire Trump colluded with the Russians thing was based on a movie script from 14 years ago. It's clear as day. I'm going to show you the quote movie script. And you're going to be like, damn, he's right. This whole thing is a George Soros op and a movie script thing. Coming up, watch the dumbest spy story ever told. That's right. We used to, that's what we used to say back in the day. Yes, what did we used to say, Joe? This is a spy story for idiots. Yes. This is what this is. They're not for you, the idiots. No. It's a spy story full of idiots. Watch. You're going to love it. I promise you. That's funny. We used to say that all the time. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is all. The entire spying operation, the PP tape stuff, Trump colluded with the Russians. Ladies and gentlemen, hat tip to Lee Smith, who discovered this a long time ago, and I've run with it ever since. This entire thing, Trump colluded with Vladimir Putin and the Russians to interfere with and win the 2016 election, was based on a movie script. You got to read this article. This is from 2007. It's called How Lobbyists help ex-Soviets woo Washington. In other words, it's an article about how Russians interfere in Washington through lobbyists, obviously, right? Look at who wrote the article back in 2007. Glenn Simpson, 
and his wife, well, it was uh, was uh, was a co-writer back then. It's his wife now, Mary Jacoby, who's Glenn Simpson, folks. This is from 2007, not 2017. Glenn Simpson is the proprietor of Fusion GPS, the company that was hired to fabricate the Trump-Russia collusion narrative. So you know what's weird? This article Glenn Simpson wrote 14 years ago has all the same actors in the movie script who appear in the Trump colluded with the Russians movie script too. Let's go to actor number one who magically appears in 2007 and back in 2016 in the dossier Trump collusion movie script. Actor number one, Paul Manafort. Here he is. April 17, 2007 article. Paul Manafort, a former advisor to Bob Dole's presidential campaign, has advised a Ukrainian metals billionaire. You notice how Ukraine Manafort, he's starting to sound familiar, right? Manafort advised the Ukrainian metals billionaire and his close ally, Ukrainian Prime Minister Yanukovych. Yanukovych, who favors closer ties with Putin's administration, is embroiled in a power struggle with pro-Western Ukrainian President Yushchenko. (laughs) So, the impeachment saga and the anti-Trump saga, who was a key part of the whole collusion hoax? Ukraine, influence in Ukraine, right? Ukrainians, and Paul Manafort. Remember they alleged Paul Manafort was sharing during the Trump collusion hoax? Paul Manafort was sharing secret information with a Ukrainian spy. Ah. Weird how that exact same allegation involving the same countries and players, not the exact same, but the same core of it, appeared by Glenn Simpson back in 2007. You wonder sometimes, did he take this movie script and just go, let me just scratch out a few names and add Trump in there? may say, well, Dan, that's some weak sauce. Just Paul Manafort? No, no, there's more. Uh, Here's the second part of the 2007 article. Remember Oleg Deripaska? Oleg Deripaska plays a key role in the Trump collusion hoax. He's alleged to be this guy, this middleman the FBI went to. Remember that? Russian billionaire? Here he is in the 2007 movie script. (laughs) Oleg Deripaska, who has close ties to the Kremlin, emerged from Russia's aluminum wars of the 90s with a monopoly on the nation's aluminum production. Deripaska has been dogged by allegations from rivals in courts that he used bribery, intimidation, and violence to amass his fortune. (laughs) Deripaska's name will come up in a minute, too. Remember, this is all from back in 2007. No amount of history and rewriting of what Andy McCabe did will rewrite this story. Here's another player who features prominently in the collusion hoax in 2016 who magically appeared in the movie script in 2007. Cast the bad guys. In 2003 and 2005, Mr. Dimitrio Fertash brokered several billion dollar deals between Gazprom and the government of Ukraine. They netted big profits for High Rock. Dimitrio Fertash, where have we heard that name before? Oh, that's right. He's a central player also in the collusion hoax for a number of reasons. Want to What's that? Yeah, yeah, Joe. He says it's like one of those cheap reboots they do, <laughs> yeah. like low low end reboots that nobody pays attention. Like Saved by the Bell, Saved by the Bell reunion. It's all filmed in like a high school gym, and Zach appears again, right? <laughs> right, straight to video, right? So here we go. So the straight to video reboot. They needed a reboot. So we have these players who appear in the collusion hoax, right? Manafort, Ukraine, Deripaska, Fertash. Oh, oh wait, Fertash. 
That was one of George Soros's bad guys. And Soros didn't like Manafort either. So Soros, who doesn't like Trump, Soros doesn't like Manafort and Furtash. Glenn Simpson apparently doesn't like either one of them and wrote a movie script back in 2007. Maybe Simpson, Soros, and everyone else all maybe winked and nodded. Look at this article by John Solomon. Remember this one in The Hill? This is so good. George Soros' secret 2016 access to the Department of State exposes the big money hypocrisy of Democrats. It's funny how the list of bad guys in the collusion hoax, Manafort, Furtash, Deripaska, how two of them were also enemies of George Soros too. Weird how the cast of bad guys in the movie script were Soros' bad guys. Look at this. So according to John Solomon's piece, Soros' group kept pushing the Department of Justice to investigate people. Conveniently, Joe, people Soros didn't like. (laughs) He says, for example, one of those DOJ investigations in 2014 targeted Ukrainian oligarch Dmitry Ofertash, the same guy from the movie script. He and Soros both have significant energy interests in Europe, and they had rival plans to rebuild Ukraine. Oh, they were business rivals. Oh, Oh, and after Furtash's indictment, Soros's business announced plans to invest a billion dollars in Ukraine. Wow. Soros says, look at this, Furtash is a really bad guy. Someone should investigate them. Is that what this article is alleging? And all of a sudden, Furtash gets investigated and Soros's plan takes over in Ukraine? Weird. Weird how they also appeared in the collusion hoax, too. Oh, it's not just Furtash. Look at this one. And on another front, a Ukrainian nonprofit funded in part by Soros was a cheerleader for the discovery of documents in Ukraine during the 2016 election that showed then-Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort <laughs> received millions in payments from Ukraine's Russia-friendly political machine. Folks, was this entire effort, this collusion hoax, was this an effort by George Soros that Hillary Clinton's team latched onto to get rid of George Soros's political enemies, notably his business rival, Furtash, and Paul Manafort, who he didn't like because he had his own interests in Ukraine? Well, what if it was alleged by another player in this movie script that Soros was the one funding this entire operation? Here we go, Washington Times. George Soros, liberal megadonor, is bankrolling Fusion GPS Claims Russian billionaire Oleg Deripaska. (laughs) And liberals, liberals keep falling for this. It's just stunning. So Deripaska, who appears in the 2007 movie script, who they're familiar with at Fusion GPS and Glenn Simpson, they wrote about him in 2007, is claiming that George Soros was funding Simpson, the same guy who wrote the article about Deripaska, was funding Simpson to write uh, hit pieces in Fusion GPS about two of Soros's enemies, Furtash and Manafort, who conveniently they then used and Hillary Clinton latched onto to attack Donald Trump. And you fell for it. <laughs> suckers. What suckers on the left? It's clearly a, 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 a Soros group-affiliated op and has been the entire time. And the Hillary Clinton team latched onto it because they knew they could hurt Donald Trump. They took a movie script from 2007 and just did a rewrite and a cheap one at that. 
All right, moving on. I'm sorry for some of you who've heard that story in the past. I know Joe's heard it about three, four times. But I just want to remind you what this whole thing was about. Recycling a tired old script of Russians influencing people in the U.S., deleting the name and sticking in the name Donald Trump. And there's Soros fingerprints all over it. A lot of new listeners, man. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's a good story. Like Joe said. Like we was, we've been saying forever. This is a spy story for idiots. They were too dumb to cover their own tracks. I want to get to an update on the uh, Rogan Ivermectin CNN story. It's just a hilarious fail by Sanjay Gupta, who disgraced himself on CNN again, again, again. Jim's laughing in the background. Again, it's an inside joke there. <laughs> just disgraced himself. I've got a super cut from Tom Elliott of CNN now bouncing all around again with the Ivermectin thing inter intercut with Joe Rogan. It's really funny. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. All right, getting back to the show. This is hilarious. This is a uh, supercut of Joe Rogan who nailed CNN's uh, comically named medical advisor, Sanjay Gupta. Gupta went on Joe Rogan's podcast, have basically admitted CNN lied about ivermectin. It is an FDA-approved drug for human beings for parasite treatment that is prescribed off-label sometimes for COVID. Gupta had to admit they lied. So here's Tom Elliott. This is a great supercut. Check this out. It blows my mind that Joe Rogan just yesterday admitted to taking ivermectin. Ivermectin is something more often used to deworm horses. CNN is saying I'm taking horse dewormer. Rogan telling his 13 million Instagram followers that he was treated with several drugs and he included ivermectin on the list, a drug used for livestock. Rogan said the word ivermectin. Yes, that's the deworming medicine made to kill parasites and farm animals. Why would they lie and say that's horse dewormer? So things are clearly bad. But they're being made even worse by people who have refused to take the vaccine and instead are swallowing horse paste. Wait, 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 wait a second. He, he said that he got better because he ate he said cattle he's been, dewormer. He, they must know that that's a lie. You have individuals like Joe Rogan, for example, who, uh, who don't want to take an experimental vaccine but will take horse dewormer. Well, well, well. well if well, it isn't well. old horseworm Rogan. <laughs> Ivermectin is often used to deworm livestock. Ivermectin apparently given to deworm animals. It's a lie on a news network, it, and it's it, a lie that's a willing, that's that's a lie that they're conscious of. It's not a mistake. Yeah. They're unfavorably framing it as veterinary medicine. Joe Rogan, uh, he came down with COVID. He says, he says he's been taking the uh, livestock dewormer uh, ivermectin. They lied what and they said say? I was taking horse dewormer. This is incredible. It is really astonishing. And again, I, I'm not exaggerating here. It's, it's truly astonishing that anyone would continue to tune in to this disgraced network, CNN, full of clowns, jokers, and idiots who know full well that this is an, a Nobel Prize winning drug, ivermectin, that is FDA approved for use in humans. And that doctors who know a lot more than these dunces, Jim Acosta and these morons, Stelter, Cuomo, and others, have prescribed it as a potential therapeutic for COVID. They know darn well. 
Why do you continue to listen to these people? As someone said to me in a communication they sent to me yesterday via social media, they said, if ivermectin is a horse dewormer, then is oatmeal horse food? I looked and I, I watched it. I, I read the, I'm like, yeah, that, that logic is sound. If you eat oatmeal, are you eating horse food? No, I'm eating oatmeal. Horses eat oats too, but so do humans. You know, I eat chicken too. My dog eats chicken. Does that mean chicken is dog food? Well, if chicken is packaged for dogs, it'll be dog food. However, when chicken's packaged for humans, it's human food. When ivermectin is packaged for horses, it is a horse treatment for deworming. When it's packaged for humans, it is a medicine used for human beings that's FDA approved. You think these people don't know that? And you continue to listen to these idiots. I'm very, very sorry. I'm very sorry. All right, enough for comic relief time. I'm just so tired of these guys. Another huge story you're not going to hear about in the media. Read this in my newsletter, bongino.com slash newsletter. It's an important story. The Zuckerbuck scandal is growing. Um, it's getting bigger by the day. Thank the Lord. We have people like Ron DeSantis in Florida fighting against us. What are Zuckerbuck's? Mark Zuckerberg, one of the wealthiest men on planet Earth, according to the New York Post, check out this headline, spent $419 million on nonprofits ahead of the 2020 election to get out the Democrat vote. How the hell is this legal? Allowing private companies to buy and influence elections. Folks, when I ran for office, if someone gave you website services, right? We had Bongino.com. We still have it now. Let's say someone says, Dan, I want to do your campaign website for free. You know, you have to report that even though no money changed hands. You have to report that with the appropriate value of the services as an in-kind donation. How the hell is this legal? So Zuckerberg gave this money to the CTCL, Center for Technological and Civic Life. Listen to this. It increased funding for temporary staffing and poll workers, which supported the infiltration of election offices by paid Democrat Party activists. Coordinated through a complex web of left-leaning nonprofits, social media platforms, and social media election influencers? The amount of money poured into these elections was staggering. According to the Post, look, listen to this. Federal and state matching funds for COVID-related election expenses. These are the actual tax monies given to it, folks. Totaled $479 million. The CTCL and CEIR, these Zuckerbucks groups, Totaled $419 million. How is this legal? If this were a conservative-leaning organization, not Zuckerberg, we know is a far leftist, but this was some conservative billionaire who gave a billion dollars to go into Republican-leaning districts, bring in Republican activists, and infiltrate them into government election offices. Ladies and gentlemen, people would be in handcuffs right now. But because it's Zuckerberg, it's legal? No. No. Call your governors, call your local state senators, your state representatives, your state delegates today, and demand this is immediately, immediately banned in your state like Ron DeSantis is moving on in Florida right now. You will never win an election again if this is allowed to continue at the federal level. All right. Folks, the cat lady is back. They call her the cat lady. People say she's crazy just because she has a few dozen cats. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who wonder what happened to the cat lady, the cat lady, Nardini, uh, Nard, what is it? She, she changed her name to Nardini. She, is that her? Did she really do that? 
Nardini Jemima. Her name is, I don't know, she can't even spell her own name right. What an idiot. Her name is Nandini Jammy. She apparently keeps, that. that's not a joke. We didn't mess with that. She can't even spell her own name right. She's not that bright. She's now playing victim right now, which is so laughable, pathetic. So uh, Nandini, again, who bizarrely can't spell her own name. Nandini is a very lonely person. Um, she surrounds herself with a lot of cats. She's very lonely. She actually proved it with a tweet, which I find kind of funny. We'll put out in a minute. Very lonely. I can't imagine why, Joe. So uh, Nandini sits home all day, and what she does is she targets conservative websites, the Daily Wire, Gateway Pundit, <clears throat> Post Millennial, which isn't even really a conservative website, um, Bongino.com, BonginoReport.com. And she sits there all day, and she's like, hey, are you advertising on Bongino.com? I mean, listen, this is in between bouts of feeding her many cats. So yesterday, showing you the damage, and on a very serious note, this is just a warning to any corporation that does business with Nandini. Nandini has a following comprised largely of bots and garbage and junk. Nobody knows Nardini or Nandini. I don't even know what her, she can't spell her. I'm not even sure which one it is anymore. Nandini aligning with Nandini is going to be very damaging to your reputation. You see, I have a presence, an online presence that is, uh, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of times larger when you combine me across platforms uh, than Nandini, who nobody knows is a quite pathetic, sorry, cat lady figure. So here's what I'm going to do from now on. Because Nandini, this, she can't, it's an asymmetric war. She can't possibly win. Because I have, I, I don't say this to be a jerk, but I've saved all my money, folks. And I don't know how long, again, on this planet I have left, but I've saved enough money to ensure that this fight is all that'll matter to me. And I promised myself a long time ago, I would never, ever be influenced in a critical decision by money again. So here's what I mean. So I was scrolling through yesterday and someone sent this to me. Nandini working with a guy who was just served with a restraining order, by the way. We'll play that video in a minute. A restraining order. This guy, Chad. I'll show you that tweet in a minute, too. So this guy, Chad, apparently tweeted to Simply Safe, who was, was a sponsor of this show. He tweeted to Simply Safe from the verified account. I don't I can't read it, this guy Chad Loader, because he blocked me, which is a smart move, by the way. Should block me. Chad said something like, Hey, are you advertising on this site, the post millennial? And they said, the Simply Safe responded, Hi, Chad. Thanks for bringing this to our attention. We notified our advertising partners, and the site is being excluded from our ad buy ASAP. Nandini, that said, confirmed Simply Safe is now blocking its ads from the post millennial. The Post Millennials, that site that's affiliated with um, an, a minority man, Andy No, who happens to be gay, by the way, who is not a conservative. So Nandini, because she loves Antifa, and apparently, uh, I don't know, is she sanctioning their violence? I don't know. Uh, convinced Simply Safe to drop their ads from the Post Millennial. So we dropped Simply Safe. Sad. They were a good company. I gave them a shot on my show. Um, they were. Their security system's good, but we will never do business with Simply Safe again. Spend your money wisely. They were a good company, but they were not smart enough to realize they were being taken by a woman who is a, a zero influence whatsoever. She hasn't cost anyone any amount of significant. Believe me, I talk to these people. She sits there all day in her basement and works eight hours a day with her cats to get one or two sponsors off a website of which direct buys fill them right in immediately. She does nothing. She's had no net effect whatsoever. 
I only bring the cat lady up because the company's like Simply Safe doing business with Nandini and a guy who just got served a restraining order. I'll play that video in a minute. Is probably a stupid decision to make. Just like Warby Parker. Remember that glasses company? So if you're thinking about buying glasses, you probably don't want to touch Warby Parker either. They did business with Nandini there too. Just read the and Google as well. Stay away from them. Here's Nandini here who was having a meltdown yesterday. Again, we, we own this woman's cerebral cortex. 24-7, 365, rent-free in this woman's melon. Her head, we own it. Here's her yesterday. Hey, Math Media, quick question. You have an active relationship with BonjitoReport.com? <laughs> oh, oh, we're terrible. Don't, don't reach out to Math Media. Don't, God forbid. I don't even know what Math Media is. Don't let us lose math media. Don't let that happen. Who's math media? Key, do you have any idea? You were involved with the website stuff a little bit, right? Do you have any idea of math media? Joe? I don't know. <laughs> she said, going after, don't, Nandini, please. Don't, not math media. You're going to cost us a fortune with math media. <laughs> what is it? Oh, media math. I'm sorry. I don't even know. I have no idea what these people are. It's media God, God forbid, you don't lose media math. Why don't lose media math? Media math, not bad media. Sorry, different company. <laughs> this is Nardini with her cats all day. Let's go target media math. Bongino. <laughs> now, I can't imagine why, why Nardini could possibly be alone with her cats. So someone said this to me. Here she's tweeting out to a matchmaker. <laughs> a matchmaker who tweets out, hey, apparently this couple I've, I connected is now, uh, they magically wedded. I'm available for Indian matchmaking season two. Have your people call my people. Here's the cat lady responding. Hello, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't imagine why she's alone with her cats. Maybe call. <laughs> Sorry. I know. <laughs> call Media Math. Maybe they can, maybe they can help you. <laughs> this woman's hilarious. But here's just to Simply Safe and others. Here's who Simply Safe decided to correspond with. Read the tweet by Andy No. Chad Loader, the guy they were answering. Breaking, Antifa extremist Chad Loder was served a restraining order in Redondo Beach, Los Angeles. The victim says Chad Loder has repeatedly threatened and harassed them. Loder has gained a large following on Twitter by the far left for spreading disinformation, propaganda, and doxes. That's Chad Loder, who Simply Safe responded to. And Andini's all in his corner, apparently. Here's the video of Chad Loder getting this, uh, this restraining order, apparently. Check this out. Hi, Chad. Yes. You've been served. Thank you. Thank you. Just thought we'd throw that in there. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, let me get to my uh, my last sponsor. And then, uh, by the way, what is Walmart doing, uh, according to Christopher Rufo, sponsoring critical race theory? Just wanted to throw that in there. And I got a couple other quick stories, including another video of Two Americas. Did you see the insurrection that happened the other day? You missed it? Of course you missed it. The media didn't tell you about it. No, I'm not kidding. There was an insurrection here that you missed it because it didn't involve like Trump supporters and a quote insurrection. 
Hey, what if you could lower your mortgage rate without adding years to your loan, potentially saving hundreds of dollars a month and tens of thousands long-term? Well, fortunately for you, it's possible. When you call American Financing, America's home for home loans. I met these guys, ladies, they're great. They really care about you. Again, I don't, I don't get involved with companies who don't believe in you know, free speech and, you know, and don't do the right thing. This is a great company. You'll start with a free mortgage review from one of their salary-based mortgage experts so you can understand all of your home loan options. From flexible terms to competitive rates, they have you covered. American financing. American financing. You really can save up to $1,000 a month with these guys, and you can choose any term 10 years or over. Uh, <clears throat> custom loans don't get any better than this. So what are you waiting for? Make the 10-minute no-obligation call now. Learn about your options and get these savings as soon as possible. AmericanFinancing.net online, or you can call 888-994-7660. Write that down. That's 888-994-7660. Don't wait. You could be leaving a lot of money on the table. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, NMLS Thanks, American Financing. They're a great company. Yeah. I, you know, not to beat that horse to death, folks, but on a serious note with the whole Nardini thing. Um, when you're motivated by money, you should never get involved in this business. When you're motivated by real change and the desire to advocate for genuine freedom and liberty, you relish these fights every second of them. You know this is what you were put here to do. And I don't care how many sponsors we got to leave on the table. I don't care if millions of dollars flies out the window. It's never been my motivation for being here, and it never will. I just don't live that kind of lifestyle, and I don't plan on. Moving on. Um, yeah, let me get to a couple more things. Just some good, let's go skip to the uh, Virginia story quick. I'll do the uh, Oklahoma AG thing on the radio. By the way, I got Luke Rosiak coming up on the radio today about that devastating story out of Loudoun County. Great news out of Virginia. Vote, vote. I don't care who's telling you not to vote. They're, that's not good advice. That's terrible advice. Vote. Look at the latest poll from Trafalgar Group, which nails it every election. Republican Glenn Youngkin is now up by a point in Virginia. Vote, vote, vote. Not good enough for you to vote. Take 10 people with you, please. Important. The race is turning. It will be a big double-barreled middle finger to the leftists. Here's the video, by the way, of uh, the insurrection. Did you miss this one? This was a bunch of leftist activist nuts trying to attack their way into the Department of Interior. Check this out. You didn't hear about that insurrection, did you? Of course you didn't. It's a bunch of leftists. The media is dying to protect them. All right, let's get to the questions. Now it's time for questions for Dan. Wasn't that a great liner? What is Stinger? Whatever we call him, Joe, in the business. Let's get to it. If you want to submit a question, by the way, go to rumble.com slash Bongino. You can comment on any of our podcast videos there, and Guy goes through them, and we accumulate some of the questions every single Friday. Question number one. Are, this is a good one. Are you going to auction off your notebook? I have like 20 of these. When it's full, I would love to, especially for charity. But um, there's a lot of notes I take related to private stuff. 
So unfortunately, um, I can't, but this is the notebook. I always say it reminds me of that Devil Wears Prada, the book, the book. Yes, I have seen that movie. My wife and kids love it. Seen it like a thousand times. All right, question number two. As we come up to the 2022 elections, will you be providing a guide or notes on who we should vote in to replace these rhinos to turn this country around? It's a scary future if we don't do a 180 quick. Thanks, Dan. Keep up the hard work. Dark forerunner. Who was that first one, Guy? I'm sorry. Who was the first question? Can you go back? I just want to give them a hat tip. I, is that going to take a while to like do that? Oh, David Winokur was the first question. Sorry. Thanks, David, for that question. Regarding the second question, um, I won't be providing a voter guide per se, but yes, we will definitely be highlighting quality candidates throughout the cycle. As a matter of fact, I had on my show... Joe Kent from Washington Congressional District 3 yesterday, who I think is a terrific candidate. We just talked about Glenn Youngkin in Virginia, who I think could be decent over there, too. So, yeah, we will be assisting with good quality candidates, I promise. But as for a voter guide, there are a lot of reasons I don't do that that are maybe I'll have to explain another day, but they're beyond the scope of this conversation. I, I'm always afraid of a voter guide because then it's on paper forever. And then what happens is these people change their minds and become rhinos. And then they go, oh, look back. I was endorsed by Dan Bongino a year ago. Yeah, that's when you were pretending to be a conservative. So I want the ability to change my mind if the candidate changes his mind. Does that make sense? Here, question number three. Hey, Dan, if you were invited, would you be a guest on Joe Rogan's podcast, Nuclear Wind? Yeah, of course. Joe's great. I'd actually, if I ever was on Joe Rogan's podcast, I'd like to talk more about mixed martial arts than I would about politics. Joe's a fantastic mixed martial artist. Um, I spent 20 years doing it. He's far more accomplished than I am, but uh, I enjoy it. And I, that's what I enjoy most about the, about his show. All right. Question number four. Hey, Dan, I think your show is amazing. Thank you. One of the best of many I listen to for your accuracy on accuracy on facts. I'm sure you put a lot of time and research into your content. So my question is, what do you personally listen to and read from the most? Bill dog 33. Great question. I get this a lot. How do you put your show together? Well, I go through everything on social media. I look at Parler. I look at Getter. I look at Gab. I look at Twitter. I look at Facebook. I look at Instagram. That takes me about an hour. I don't spend too, obviously you can scroll forever. It's a chronological feed. But I go to a few select accounts on each to see kind of where they're going, what they're talking about, what people are interested in, what's getting a lot of feedback. Second, every day I read the Wall Street Journal opinion column. Listen, they're, they're center right sometimes center left on some issues. Um, I've had a subscription forever. Candidly, folks, one of the best things I've ever done. They're not really my type of politics, but I find their reporting to be generally pretty fair. And I like to know kind of what the swamp is thinking. And if you ever want to know what the swamp is thinking from a center right perspective, the journal is probably the best place to go. If you read the opinion column every day, you can pretty much nail what's going on in DC. And you know, it's a political show. Despite the fact that I hate the swamp, it doesn't make any sense to talk about the swamp if you don't understand why they're motivated and what they're doing, you know, what's behind their motivations. I read that. I read Breitbart. Um, I read BonginoReport.com. That's uh, my conservative news aggregator. The one that uh, Nardini and Media Man, <laughs> that one. All right, moving on. The question, what is this, five? You've been showing, Dan, you've been showing lately how people are finally waking up and things are coming to light, which is great. The question, though, is if nothing ever happens to these crooks, she misspells crooks, crocs, what is it? Well, crocs could be right there. What does it matter if we have proof that they are guilty? Big 1384. Listen, I, 
I, this is a very, this is a deep question. I'm not going to give an overly long winded answer, but it's as much a technical one as a philosophical one on the technical side. I can't control what the department of justice or the corrupt swamp does. If they choose not to prosecute Andy McCabe and give him a plaque, FBI cufflinks and $500,000 for his lawyer. I literally cannot control that, right? I have no control over that at all. But you know what I do have control over? I have control over my own life in a world fully populated with evil people everywhere. And if you believe in the second creation and heaven like I do, and I do, it's not a talking point for the show. I'm not running for anything. I'm not trying to convince you about anything. I'm not your preacher. Now, I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe he was God. I believe the apostles didn't die for something they knew to be false. And they were the ones who knew him up close and personal. And I believe your life is about sacrifice. And sacrifice means sometimes engaging in missions for truth that may not end the way you want them to. So how do I keep going? And what am I going to do if these people aren't prosecuted? I'm going to do the same thing tomorrow I'm doing today, which is exposing them. Because that's what I'm here to do. Because the truth matters even if it doesn't have the outcome I want. All right, next question. All the other podcasts I listen to offer swag to promote themselves. Why don't you offer any to your listeners? That's a loves to read. We will. Great question. Perfect timing. Swag is coming. I promise you. Um, Hopefully before the holiday season. Here's the thing, folks. We're going to donate all of our proceeds, all of our proceeds from it to charity. Okay. So I want to make sure it's the right operation, number one. And second, I want to make sure it's good, decent material. I don't want to send you a T-shirt that falls apart, right? So we want to do it the right way. And I promise you, again, it's not a money-making endeavor to me. Just like I had to cancel a sponsor today, I'm in this for the cause. I don't, it's not about the money. Anything we make from swag um, is going to go to charity and a good one. So yes, it is coming. I hope he keeps asking me about it too. He wants a T-shirt before long. I know, poor guy works here. This is Joe. Joe's been here for, what, eight years or whatever, and he didn't have one. <laughs> Joe's got more Vincero watches and stuff from our uh, sponsors than he does from the uh, from the show alone. It's coming. It's coming. for. I'm telling you, it's coming. All right, is this the last one or is there two more? Three more, okay. Hey, Dan, for the Trump tax cuts and the highest collection of income tax, does the corporate repatriation of foreign earnings have anything to do with the record-breaking amounts? Thanks again for the great contact, uh, G J G A tax 16. Yes. Trump cut the corporate income tax from 28 to 21%. And a bunch of countries bought their money back to the United States because they realized they pay less tax here. Yes, it did. Contributed a lot to it. Of course. Good question. Second to last one. S Gomes. Hey, I see a lot of people talking about world war three with China, Taiwan, and Russia. It's something we should be watching and worried about. With all the vaccine mandates forcing people to quit, especially in our military, it makes me wonder. Makes me wonder, too. You knew this vaccine mandate was going to force out people who believe in science and stand by their principles and liberty and freedom. Oh, wait, those are the kind of people who don't subscribe to the leftist agenda. Yes, makes me wonder, too. Last question. Hey, Dan, I'm wondering as I watch each show. Why are your fingers, nails, and knuckles so discolored? Is this from the battle with cancer? Uh, No. I was a mixed martial artist for years. I started in boxing as a boxer only. Therefore, my knuckles are very big and very damaged. You'll also notice, if you can see, there's a huge, if you can see when I bend my wrist there, 
huge lump in my hand from my hand being broken on someone's face. I broke the LFBs, as the doctor said, the little effing bones. They healed in a big bone spur. My hands are pretty mangled and arthritic, but that's why my knuckles and hands look like this from just years of pounding away at those tie bags, which are really, really thick. So no, it doesn't have anything to do with cancer. It started in boxing. It's my first love before I get into the ground fighting stuff. So there's your answers. Thanks again for tuning in. Please don't miss Unfilter this weekend. The doctor and the Wuhan lab take about this deadly virus. Please don't miss it. Set your DVR now. Unfiltered, Saturday, 10 o'clock, or watch it live. We really appreciate it, and I will see you all on Monday. Let's go, Brandon. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.